Hello and welcome to Mike's Open Journal and to episode number 81. And I'm delighted to tell you that I was joined again by Jodie this week, uh, where we talk through a little bit about what Jodie's been up to, but also really focusing in on the Time to Change, Time to Talk day, which is coming up very, very soon. In fact, looking at the calendar, it comes up as in a week and a half. Yeah, a week and a half. So on Thursday, February the 1st, it will be time to talk day once again. And there's um, so much information that I think that's going to be shared, lots of resources um, and potentially quite a few different events and things like that going on as well. I'm not going to talk too much about that and steal away from the episode. Um, but just to say thank you very much for listening, for tuning into um, this episode of Mike's Open Journal. If you do want to find out more about the podcast uh, or myself, you can do that at mikesopenjournal.com. Um, other than that, I'm going to put you straight into the episode uh, with Jody. So here we go. Well, I'm kind of in a weird situation of like the last, I don't know, two, two years, three years. Um, like I've done stuff at work and um, had like drop-in sessions and tutorials and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then like this year, I'm not going to be at work like that week because I'm on like an extended leave period at the moment. Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be there. And I feel like, oh, I'm kind of not doing as much as I want to be doing because you're not going to get that interaction and stuff. Um, so when you said about talking about it, and I was like, oh my God, I get to hear about what Jodie's doing. Jodie's going to be doing something cool. <laughs> so no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, but But I'm really... going to live my time to talk day through you. <laughs> oh God. Oh, this isn't going to go well then, eh? Oh no. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Well, um... I'm in the search of finding someone to live my time to talk day through too. <laughs> no, 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 no. no it's going to be a domino effect. Okay, but right, let's make it a good domino effect. Okay. Someone will eventually do something, right? Yeah. And no, I think, to be honest, I'm kind of like a little bit down about this year's time to talk day because last year I'd um, organised my own event and it was in a kind of shopping centre and it went really well and it was all prepared and organized and loads of conversations got going and we heard like feedback as well from the people that we'd actually spoke to afterwards because yeah. I had a couple of members of staff from Rethink and they got their contact details and emailed them and just said like this is the first time I've opened up and it was incredible to hear oh, wow. and that's something that obviously I want to do again and keep going but unfortunately I've been really unwell so everything's kind of taken I guess it's all gone on hold mm. and I've not been able to do what I want to do. Um, months ago I was organizing or trying to organize like a big, um, conference style event, um, with different schools. And then it all kind of, it just had to stop really. Uh, I wasn't well enough to do it. So at the moment I'm feeling kind of like, Oh, I need to have something organized. I need to do something because I'm, always going on about time to talk day and yeah. time to change and kind of getting that out there but actually this year for me it's not been that kind of realistic mm. and whilst that sucks 
it's um I guess realizing that actually you don't need to throw a big event for this sort of thing actually just one conversation can make a difference and at the moment I guess I'm just trying to highlight that and highlighting through maybe just like one or two social media tweets or I'm going to write a blog up and Mm. realizing those things matter too that um, I think people often get stuck in this thing that you must have a big event or you must do something grand for it to make a difference mm-hmm. when actually what you do makes a huge difference and it won't always be big. It might not always be kind of noticed by other people, but actually it matters all the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that's kind of where I'm at, at the moment. I obviously want to try and get something organized, whether that's kind of by myself or maybe with another volunteer, we'll see kind of how it goes Obviously, I know it's only about two weeks away, um, mm. February the 1st. Yep. Plugging that. Get that in there. Uh, yeah, just, just <laughs> <laughs> sneakily slip it in. Um, and, yeah, I think for me, it's doing what's realistic. And I think that's important for everyone to do, to be honest. Like, it's an important day, but also every day is a good day to talk about mental health. Yeah. Um, don't feel kind of guilty or pressured that if that day for you is not realistic and it's not a good time for you like that's okay um so yeah I think I'm trying to live by my own words because I'm telling you all this but actually in my head I'm like guilt 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 I know well even like um yeah it was yesterday or the day before and I was like right is there something (laughs) like is there something that you can do with like essentially minimal to no planning and I was like, I just, I can't, I don't know, because it's, I think it's just like, probably similar to you, it's thinking, it's the comparison between what you've done before, and feeling yeah. like you're not doing as much, when actually it's it's not a case of doing more or less, it's maybe just a case of doing something different, Yeah. Um, and looking at how that works, but um, it's definitely something I still feel like I'm kind of thinking about, and potentially like there's different things that could be done I, oh, I really don't know um like even small things like the idea of having a like a short 10 minute podcast where like there's a load of people on and just say can we all like could everyone be available for like 10 minutes or something um but even that you're like oh okay so you've got like two weeks to make sure everyone's available for the same 10 minutes like is that going to happen yeah with that much notice and um yeah I don't know there's a few different things kind of in my head a little bit but um like you said I think it's recognizing all of the different things we can do and actually for us that might be writing a blog post or something like that and for other people just like stop in to chat with someone that they maybe wouldn't have the day before or whatever yeah um but I was really pleased um a couple of days ago when we had um, all the stuff with Blue Monday, which, yeah, in all honesty, I've never really been on board with. Um, but there was so much stuff online. It was like, oh, it's a good day to talk about mental health. But, like, essentially, this is kind of a made-up day. Like, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, and actually, the important thing is that people are aware of, um, like, people's struggles and conversations and stuff like that. And I felt like this year was the first year where it was a bit more of a message that I could kind of get behind and like, oh, actually, yeah. And I know there was, I think, was it the Samaritans that were doing the 
like the brew. the brew Monday, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, like it's so much better than this, like bit sort of stereotypical judgment or like oh it's a monday people don't like mondays and yeah it's like in january and i'm like yeah all that stuff is true and maybe today is a day that some people don't feel great but the way you're sort of highlighting that as a day that people will struggle a lot more feels a very strange way to approach it yeah i think that it's kind of to understand that it is a made-up thing there's no kind of real i guess scientific evidence behind it but actually winter blues and sad they are both kind of very real things and Mm -hmm. to acknowledge that people do struggle in the winter so I think the way actually the mental health community actually reclaimed it this year was incredible last year it was kind of like yeah get the word out there but this year I feel like everyone put a real kind of stamp on it and was actually like no it's not kind of um a day that it's kind of felt like it was invalidating mental health a little bit mm. and actually people turned it around and suddenly everything you saw on timelines I, it might be because I'm following mental health campaigners mainly yeah. but it seemed to be very much like let's take this day back and this is kind of what mental health and mental illness um is about and this is what we want to get across and this is our message and I think that was really important actually to see people kind of taking it back and like you said with the Samaritans doing Brew Monday and mm. that was highlighting as well like just have a cup with you, mate. And it doesn't need to be a particular day in order to have a cuppa, have a chat. And with Rethink Mental Illness, they did Bright Blue Monday. Mm. So the idea of actually making the day bright and lively with colour. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of similar to what they did last year with Bright Monday. Um, so that was good to see again. And I guess it's just, I guess, the idea that we don't need a day to... Um, raise awareness of mental health because we all have mental health mm. and we have it every single day and then one of four of us have mental illness so I think to put it down to one day obviously great in terms of dates like World Mental Health Day that are raising awareness in a particular way but days like Blue Monday where it's kind of like oh everyone must be sad this day and this is the day that you're going to be miserable like my little brother came home from school and was like, did you know today is the most depressing day? <laughs> and I was like, okay, kid, it might be, but you know, that's not really how it is, is it? Um, but it's like, it's getting into like kids' minds as well. I know that for kind of campaigners, I guess we are able to see it for what it is really. And other people aren't. So it was a lot on, I'm in my current like ill state and just watching daytime TV all the time. So it's this morning, Loose Women, Jezza Kyle, and they all brought up the fact that it was Blue Monday and they were saying things like, oh, uh, the winter blues bothering you? And I was like, yes, they are. How are you going to help me? And it's like, win £80,000. I was like, that's, that's not realistic now, is it? So they think the cure to my winter blues is £80,000, um, but it's okay because Blue Monday is only on Monday, so Tuesday I will be chubby. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Oh, it's good to know that rich people don't get sad, though, isn't it? It is. So if we keep holding on hope to that lottery, yeah, um, that is the cure, people. Yeah. Money. I I just wow! I can't believe it's not been in the headlines. You know, like there's a cure to mental health. I just um I'm really surprised. Let's not post this podcast and let's just go and claim that for ourselves. We should earn a dollar, and then that's how we get out of it. We invent something that wasn't really um there or true so 
Oh, uh, lots of people don't let that get in the way of his story. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Although I fear that we might be on like the fake news level and I'm not really sure I want that tag. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, mental illness is a tag I can take, but fake news? No. <laughs> we found, found the limit. <laughs> <laughs> Even I have my limits. Oh, dear me. No, I think, like you say, it's good to see it kind of being taken back. And um, I think it's trying to use the positive of at, whether you want it or not. Like, it's a day that's there now and it's happened. I don't think it's really that old, but it's happened for enough years that it gets that sort of media attention. It gets recognition. People will talk about it. Um, and I think, like you said, this year it feels like rather than... I think to an element it's kind of been ignored a little bit before because maybe some of the campaigns don't want to be involved with it because it is, I don't know about the wrong message, but it's not the right one, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but because it's it, it does get so much coverage, I think it is quite important to sort of recognise it in its own way. That is going to help get the message across. And then having that sort of attempted like rebrand of it and taking ownership, like you said... Um, is a really good way to go about it. And I, similar to you, it's hard to tell because a lot of the people you follow are going to post about that type of stuff and also potentially talk about it in a quite a positive way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there did, there did seem to be a lot more positivity about the day um, and about the type of messages um, that were going out, which... I thought was a really good thing um so it's nice to see and it'd be interesting to see if next year can you hear the music (laughs) no okay where the hell's that coming from not again I can (laughs) there's a whole song playing no because that's stressing me out now because why can't I hear it but I've got no idea where it's coming. Oh, it's coming from the internet somewhere. <laughs> A pop-up. It must be. God. <laughs> I've muted it. <laughs> you suddenly stopped. I was like, oh no, what's happening? <laughs> I, I don't know where it's come from. <laughs> it's just saying there's some sound. I'm like, I haven't opened any windows. <laughs> Someone started singing and I was like, that's really good quality for however you've played that to me. (laughs) But you're not saying anything. I think I'm just hearing it. (laughs) It, Maybe I was just singing down the the phone to you. I'm really intrigued now to see if that's recorded it as well. Oh, no. Oh, dear. The thing is, I won't be able to take it out. (laughs) It's like a whole block of me like... Can you hear that too? <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that's funny. I wonder I like I don't even recognise the song. Okay. Well, maybe someone will recognise that song. If anyone else hears it, maybe it was the voices in my head. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, retrieve us. What you do <laughs> what's going on with your um time to change stuff at the moment i know you had uh, another story camp recently we did um so it was actually quite exciting this story camp um because i was actually asked to be a speaker 
Um, so it's a little bit strange at first. Obviously, I kind of just said yes. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, actually, that's to young champions and that's to, to my peers. So I kind of panicked a little bit because I felt like I didn't deserve to be up there speaking to my peers because I'm happy to go into schools and to speak to students and teachers um, because we aren't, whether they are kind of on a higher level or on a lower level, like we are on different levels and it kind of felt okay for me to do that. And yeah. this felt really strange to be talking to people that I was friends with, yeah. that I was campaigning with and actually that we've kind of trained together and suddenly I felt like I'd kind of separated a little bit and actually that kind of, I guess it worried me a little bit because I didn't want to lose that connection and that community. Yeah. Um, but luckily, and I mean, I didn't really, I did expect differently, but I, I kind of expected more, I guess, I don't know what the words are, but I worried that they would think differently of me and think that I was trying to lecture them a little bit and mm. try and kind of tell them this is how it's done but actually they were really kind and the feedback was wonderful and I think hopefully um from the sense that I got that actually I got the message across in a way that was like look I know kind of I'm your peer and I'm just doing this to kind of explain the way I've done it maybe and ways I found helpful and not helpful and actually kind of I guess just giving them my experience rather than actually teaching them yeah um, actually it was just kind of, this is my experience with it and it might not be the same as yours and it probably won't be because everyone's experience is slightly different, whether it's in the media, whether it's blogging, um, it might be different and that's okay. And I guess it was just about how to keep yourself safe when you're putting yourself out there publicly and ways in which you can actually reach out, um, not just to, I guess, audiences when you are trying to speak about a certain campaign thing, but actually reach out to support if you need support. And actually the best ways to do that aren't necessarily through a tweet kind of saying um, in the moment, like how you're feeling, but actually calling up Samaritans or Childline or going to a GP and kind of things like that. Um, but it was, yeah, it was a good day. And as always with time change training, it's good to be in a room full of so many like-minded and inspiring people that are all so passionate to actually change and to start the ball rolling with social change. And that is a really hard thing to do because attitudes do not change overnight. And it can feel hard as a campaigner sometimes because you're like, come on, I'm trying to get this message across and the person might not be changing. But actually, mm. we've got to accept that it's kind of a generational thing that who said it? Um, Joe Lochran, the uh, one of the directors of Times Change, gave a speech at the start and was basically saying about how generations to come. So like our grandchildren, if we decide to have children, grandchildren, um, we don't decide to have grandchildren. That's our child's choice. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Have a baby. Um no, well, I've lost track. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she was saying about how our grandchildren will probably look to us and think, stigma, you face stigma? Like, that's really weird. Why would you ever have had to face stigma and discrimination for an illness? Mm. And that is what we are basically driving to, that we want to actually get to a society and to a generation that actually thinks, why did stigma exist? That is horrendous. Mm. 
and it's a slow thing. It's not going to change overnight and you kind of got to accept that. But actually things are changing and you do see things changing already. They might be small, but changes are taking place. Like when I go into schools and I hear the way teachers and students talk and I'm like, whoa, this was miles away from when I was a student. Just the fact that someone's in the school right now and talking to the kids about mental health is incredible. Mm. That's not something that I had. I didn't know what mental health was or what mental illness was. And to actually, to be honest, when I was young, I thought mental health was a mental illness and I didn't realize actually everyone has mental health. Mm. So actually having that in schools now, um, is like, it shows just how much is changing and there is more work to be done. And like a lot of work to be done in some areas, but there is hope. And I think that's the main thing for campaigners to kind of realize that actually whatever part you've played, whether it's a conversation with a family member, whether it's one tweet, whether it's a blog post, whether it's going on the news, they all make big differences. You don't always see it, but actually it always has a knock on effect and it's never just one life. It's actually many more than that because they'll tell a friend, they'll tell a loved one and yeah, it gets the ball rolling. So it's kind of good to see. I've forgotten what the question was. I've just gone on a rant. I really liked, I've forgotten too, but (laughs) I really liked when you were talking about like the generational thing as well and thinking like you say that the change from when you were at school, it being like mental health being an illness. And now when you go into schools, they're actually learning about mental health and everyone having it. And when you were saying that, I was thinking, I don't want to say I'm a lot older than JD, but I was like, I like when I was at school, mental health wasn't even a thing. Like I wouldn't have even thought it's an illness. Like I just wouldn't have known what that was at all. So even between you and me, although yours isn't where we want to be, the fact that you knew a little bit about it and that there it was related to an illness maybe like I wouldn't have even known that um so I think over time like it does change and it's a steady um like you say it's a steady progress but to go from like I said I would have known nothing you knew it existed hopefully people now know that it not only exists but everyone has it and then maybe the next step is getting to that stage where there is a bit more sort of recognition and understanding for the different ways it affects different people. Um, but that being a, a journey that takes time and maybe generations and decades, I don't know, but um, that you're able even now to look back and say, look, there has been progress where we are is good, but where we're going, it needs to be better. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard sometimes when you get to that stage where people are either a hundred percent positive or a hundred percent negative about it. And it's like recognizing, okay, there's stuff that needs to improve, but there is also stuff that we have already improved and sort of celebrating that as well. And saying, um, like, I guess you'll see it through like the champions program and things like that, where you've got people that have done stuff for a number of years, people that are there at the moment, and then people that are starting to come through now, um, I don't know, does it seem like, um, like in my head, the people that are coming along to like story camp and stuff like that are people that haven't done much before, but really want to get involved. So when they're coming along to that, do you feel like it's a different type of person that's coming along now? Like, are they more informed? Have they done more than maybe what they had done before? Yeah, I think in terms of story camp, um, 
So this one was Young Champion based and also with the youth advice panel for Time to Change. So it was very much um, the community we've already built up within Time to Change. Mm. Whereas the one I did in, when was it, September time, that was um, basically anyone could apply. Um, And that was, actually there there was a much wider diversity there. There was a lot of kind of guys and um the age difference is um very young kind of more mature i won't say very old more mature and um <laughs> and actually they've all come from different backgrounds and that was okay it was just the idea of actually they were there and they wanted to use their experiences they just didn't know how mm. and actually being able to speak to them and kind of I guess, give them ways in which they can use their voice and acknowledging that they've always had a voice. It's not that we are giving them a voice um, by kind of teaching them this stuff. Actually, they have their voice inside them already and actually they might just find it difficult to unleash that mm. and realising that their voice has so much power in terms of storytelling because if you think in the news and you're seeing a segment on mental health, or you're reading a newspaper and it's about mental health, if it is purely stats and it's kind of this many people, uh, this region is suffering or this unit, etc., you read it, but do you really remember it? Probably not. Mm. Whereas if you put a face there, you put a personal experience, that sends something into your brain and you really relate to it or you can kind of sympathize with it or compassion is there. So I think actually realizing that you are the change and you are important and you are making a difference to kind of highlight that message um, is so important. And I think from some of the people actually that were at Story Camp, they were telling us of their experiences when they were younger and the stigma they received. Okay. And that was kind of a big, not, not a shock because I'm, as a campaigner, I'm aware of kind of how bad it was and actually that it's bad right now, but it was worse. And I can kind of understand that I can't completely understand what that was like and no one can ever completely understand someone else's experience. But listening to them and hearing, I guess, how they were treated when they were younger. So this was a man in his 60s. And he was talking about how people refer to neighbours as the nut down the street or kind of the loony bin, those sort of things. Mm. And that's horrendous. If I think that one of my neighbours were calling me that now, I would I would probably throw quite a pad. No, I wouldn't throw a paddy. I would probably just cry to myself, let's face it. But I would be really upset and I couldn't imagine them saying that. And yes, people have said things to me and yes, I've been stigmatised repeatedly by friends mainly um and actually even the services sometimes but knowing that we are slowly getting better that it sucks right now um but it's still a step forward from what it used to be even though it doesn't feel like it when you're being stigmatized it does not feel good and it does not feel like we're making progress because if you're ever hurt or upset you are kind of in that moment and you don't think, oh, well, yeah, like it's, it's better than it used to be. Yeah. You, you just, you just think this feels crap right now and I hate this and I want this to change. So I guess it's acknowledging that 
we need to change. We need something different, but also recognizing that what campaigners have done so far, not undervaluing what they've done mm-hmm. and actually thinking thank you to the people that have already fought for us to this point and thinking this is how we can go kind of from here. Not in terms of like, I guess, passing on the baton a bit mm. and kind of thinking like we've done this kind of, this is the next step. This is the next step. And eventually, hopefully it's a domino effect and we'll, we'll see a day that we can kind of just say stigma. What, what stigma? Mm-hmm. Like we, we're kind of more accepting. Um, but I mean, there will be people out there um, that are just souls really. But <laughs> as, as a whole, I think we're generally moving forward as a society yeah. and, we, we've got to build a future that we want to see, that we want our children, that we want our nieces, our nephews, our, I don't know, any form of baby child um, in the future. <laughs> that's what we want them to see. And that's what we need to kind of fight towards, I guess, but also not fighting so much that it's detrimental to your own health. Mm-hmm. I want to put that out there that I've campaigned so much in the past actually i've ended up feeling ill from it and realizing that you aren't the only campaigner out there and actually there are so many other people in this with you Mm. you might not always see them you might not always work side by side with them but you are i know it makes you feel insignificant sometimes but knowing that you're just one piece in a bigger puzzle and actually you need that piece to complete the puzzle Mm. but actually there are so many other pieces around you to support you I think it helps as well with the, like you say, taking a little bit of the pressure off you sometimes as well and thinking, um, it's good that I'm doing this, but also looking across and like you say, seeing what everyone else is doing and knowing that if you need to take a little bit of time, um, that there are still other people, um, being proactive and getting involved with stuff. And if you need to take a step back, you can do, you can maybe support somebody else's activity or project that they're doing rather than continually try to sort of lead which can be really really difficult and really stressful for some people um and i know i've spoken to a couple of people recently that have mentioned oh i see this person or that person doing so much and i feel like i'm not really doing anything um and i think that's hard because sometimes it's just a case of maybe that's what you're comfortable doing like you're more comfortable doing these um like small bits constantly and actually that makes a real difference and arguably potentially has more of a reach as well if you're dealing with more face-to-face stuff um but i think it's trying to have i guess that balance of sometimes you don't realize all the stuff that people are doing so i know like there's campaigners where actually like it's it's their job so they are going to do a lot more than you or me or somebody else um there's people that maybe at the moment aren't working or aren't studying and have a little bit more time um and i think that comparison is really it's a really difficult thing um and that's why i like when you have like the like the time to change story camps and i've seen a few other i think it's like sometimes there's student mind stuff as well that goes on and starts to bring people together and says look actually as a bit of a reminder like we're all we're all in it together like we're all part of the same team we're all doing different things but we're all here together Um, And I think that's a really nice way because I guess naturally, again, like because of the people that we follow and the stuff we do, um, 
a lot of it's kind of quite individual um like you'll do your own blog post or vlogs or whatever um if you go out and do like um talking to people on stands there's usually like one or two of you um so it can be really easy to think you're sort of doing everything on your own so to have that opportunity to come together and be like oh there's like 10 20 30 people here and this is still just a small collection of the people that are active and doing stuff is a really empowering thing i think is really important for for a lot of people and it might be just because i don't know but i don't know of many other ways or opportunities for people to come together like that um and have that opportunity to just meet other people that are also campaigning to have that opportunity for sort of uh, like a confidence boost a skills boost um like chat about different ideas and i know when you were saying about sort of speaking in front of people that are peers i think in a way if you're having a um like a group of different speakers on that day or over the two days um actually it's quite nice to have at least one of those speakers be someone that would be considered a peer because you want a range of different speakers and someone that's maybe had loads of experience that's gone off and done whatever, but also someone that is on a similar level to everybody else and they can maybe relate a little bit more to you, um, even if it's just the way that you talk about some of the stuff. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, I've tried to do that, but it hasn't worked or that sounds like a really cool idea. I'd like to do that. Um, and having someone that's a bit more on that peer level, especially if you're part of a group of speakers or a panel or something like that, I think is really important as well. Yeah. I think it kind of showed towards, I guess, more of the end of story camp where I, we had another guest speaker booked in, but unfortunately they weren't well. So it was talking about the media and Mm -hmm. I've done some media work, but that's not what I was kind of setting out to do for the day. I was just talking about blogging and social media. So that I kind of planned. And then I decided to kind of, I guess, jump in and help on the media side of things. So I did a bit of co-presenting and actually by then I felt a lot more comfortable because I'd already had done the blogging session and Mm -hmm. my peers had been so kind and supportive and said that actually kind of it helped them and it made them understand a little bit and maybe it inspired them to write a blog or it made them realize maybe how they use social media and where to go from there. So that kind of gave me the realisation that I guess that I might be speaking to them, but actually we are all in this together. Like there's no, I mean, there's differences, but there's no difference, if that makes sense, in kind of me and you, me and someone else. And that was really important. I think everyone, like you said about, um, you see people doing certain things and you think, oh, I like, I wish I was doing that. Mm. I'm kind of in that like boat at the moment where I'm seeing people they're planning for time to talk day and I think a lot of people are assuming that I'm going to be doing some like big event and I've had a lot of people saying like you do loads for this you do loads for that and actually at the moment I've had to take time out and it 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 feels rubbish that I'm not giving and I'm not I guess I'm not able to do my best but also accepting that I don't feel well and that's okay and I'll come back to it and I will probably do another event and I will tweet my way through Time to Talk Day if I don't do anything. Mm. But actually knowing that that's kind of okay too. And I think as humans, really, we all kind of feel that we could do better and we all 
kind of see other people and we do have that comparison thing. We think, oh, like, I wish I could do that. But actually, remember that someone else is probably thinking that about you. And we all have to start from somewhere. We all grow and it's a growing process. It's a learning process. And actually just putting your health first is probably the strongest thing you could do, Um, especially when kind of campaigning for something about mental health. If you're campaigning about mental health constantly, but actually not campaigning for yourself and your own health, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a problem. Like even, even Saturday, like I wasn't well. Um, but I got up there, I spoke and I did the best I could do when I wasn't feeling well. It kind of all went tits up towards the end and I felt incredibly unwell, but I did it and I am proud that I did it. Yes, it might have been maybe too much. And I realize that now that it might have been too much at that time and on that particular day, but actually be proud of what you've achieved. Mm. And whether that's, I don't know hosting an event with Barack Obama or whether it's a cup of tea with your friend like you're doing good and yeah. be proud of yourself I really want a cup of tea with Barack Obama now yeah oh. now uh, I feel really bad no <laughs> no, no I thought there was like a high bar and then you just like put it right up there yeah <laughs> I can't no. even see that bloody bar now <laughs> My bad. Right, so I'm going to deactivate social media and I'm going to, I'm going to completely sign out from campaigning now because I have set a bar that I'm never going to be able to reach. Oh, I don't um, know. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking as someone that's been to the um, palace, I don't know. I think you might have a little bit of reach. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll just, I'll just send Barack a DM. We're on first name basis now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need to get. A, did you pick up any stationery while you were there? That might come in handy. <laughs> no, so we did. We stole toilet paper. That's, oh. <laughs> that's the level of class that we have. <laughs> oh, it wasn't just me, so oh, I, won't, I won't name and shame, but yeah, no, grab the toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, well, <laughs> one thing that I thought would be quite nice to sort of round off with um was having a chat about like some of the resources and stuff that are available or stuff that you might like signpost if people do want to look at doing stuff either for like um time to talk day or other stuff um like I know there's some cool resources on the time to change website but I thought being you um you might be aware of other bits and pieces as well yeah um that are worth just like running through quickly for a couple of minutes and um letting people know about those okay so i'll just say google time to change because last time i tried to say the website and i just put all the w's in the dot um so time to change website and it's actually like a new website it's really easy to understand and there's a section where you can just click on get involved and it gives you basically loads of different ways in which you can get involved whether that's a big event or a small event or just a conversation it has a um, scale bar so it asks you how much time do you actually have so that might be for someone you might just have a couple of minutes but you want to do something or you might have kind of weeks to plan Um, so it's kind of down to your own time really and it asks you things like where do you want to um, carry out this kind of particular action so whether that's with friends, whether it's in a community, whether it's in a school, and you can click on those, and there's a button that says Inspire Me, and 
from that it will give you like a list of things you could do and just kind of tips and suggestions so it's not saying you must do this but actually you could do this or you could do this and here's how you'd go about doing that there's also kind of resources on there for times talk day in particular that you can print and you can kind of pass around to whoever you want or you can actually edit them as well. Some of them are able to edit them. So if it's for a school and you want to put your school name in, you're able to kind of tweak that. Mm. Um, but actually there's loads of resources that you can download and things like, I guess, Facebook cover photos or Twitter cover things. Are they called the same thing? Probably. Um, um, one of them's banner. Ban Twitter ban. Oh, I, think it, I think it might be a, tw- oh, I don't know. Okay, so you can download those things yeah. <laughs> and be all like technical and technology, IT crap. Um, and actually just, if you can support on kind of Facebook, on Twitter, and just, even if you don't have those platforms, actually just spreading the message. Mm-hmm. So just thinking, did you know that this day is this day? Maybe not that cheesy. Maybe like calm it down a bit. <laughs> but <laughs> Like, hi, did you know today is time to change? <laughs> It reminds me of the Sillip Bang advert. Oh, Barry <laughs> Scott. You know? Yeah, turn into Barry Scott for Times Talk Day. Yeah. Um, but actually, it gives you loads of different kind of ideas, and actually, it dedicates it to whether you. you just, <laughs> I'm thinking of what's that guy on The Simpsons? Is it Troy McClure? He's like, you may recognise me from. Like, <laughs> just imagine you now. <laughs> like, you may recognise me from previous Time to Talk days. <laughs> God, I can fill you in. That's definitely not what I'm at. I'm currently in joggers that I've been in for days, a hoodie. I look grim. Um, so that is not a face for TV right now. It's a podcast oh, face. I love it. I'm in a dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> this is the perks of podcasting because I look absolutely diabolical. Oh, dear. This is amazing. This is why we do audio. <laughs> No, honestly, I'm so pleased it's just an audio thing because if it was Skype, you'd be judging me. <laughs> Ew, look at you. Like, you look great. You know when they, they say that, um, someone said it to me the other day, that obviously you can't say you, you look like you have a mental health problem. Yeah. Honestly, right now, I am the stereotype. Oh, it's you near a window. I am, honestly, all I need is a bit of fucking rain. Oh, man. I love, <laughs> Look out of it and just like, yes. I love when I've done like tutorials before and we do like a little bit where we talk about like stereotypes and stuff. Yeah. And um, I say like, oh, how many people are at the, um, at the college? And you do like, oh, there's like 11 or 1200 or whatever. And then you do the one in four, and then you work out maths-wise, yeah. however many that is, like 200 or something. And I'm like, so when you go into like the refectory or the cafe at lunchtime, bearing in mind most people have lunch at the same time. So yeah. I said, really? Shouldn't there be like 200 people sat up against that window at the back? <laughs> They're like, oh, oh no. yeah, that don't work. <laughs> and it's just like, as soon as you give them the imagery of it, and they're like, oh, yeah. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard because like, it's, it's like the stereotype, like you, you can't, you can't see a mental illness and that's the kind of reality of it, but you can see the symptoms and yeah. I guess knowing to look out for those as well when you're kind of thinking about being there for a friend that actually 
everyone is different and they won't display symptoms in the same way. Mm. Even if they've got the same kind of like label. Um, I did inverted commas, like you can see that. Um, (laughs) But even then, actually, people display symptoms very differently. So just knowing that if your friend is acting differently, Mm. then kind of reach out to them and kind of listen to what they have to say. They might not want to say a lot, but just kind of letting them know that you are there if they ever want to talk. That is kind of really important. Yeah, I think as well, like, definitely for me in the last year, seeing a lot more about, um, like, high-functioning yeah, and then different illnesses. Um, and actually, like, when I've heard people say, oh, oh because of, the like, how, like, you, it, you'd struggle to know anyway if someone was depressed or yeah. anxious, but if they're high-functioning, like, you've got no chance. And I'm like, true. However... Maybe you just want to be nice to that person and it doesn't matter whether they're ill or not. Like, yeah. Just actually spend a bit of time with someone and ask them, like, genuinely, like, how are you? Like, what's going on? And it <laughs> maybe they're fine. But yeah. like, wouldn't it be nice to just ask them anyway? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was just a bit of a funny way. I don't know. Maybe it was the way we were talking at the time, but I just found it a little bit strange that it was like, oh, so you don't need ask. If they looked ill. Yeah. Like, when there's an yeah. assumption that there's a problem, like, wouldn't you want like an opportunity for someone to say oh like this isn't great or actually do you know what like I'm feeling really great like I went and did I don't know yoga or karaoke or whatever people do um like it was really good and I really enjoyed it rather than like oh yeah I'm okay I've been doing stuff well like yeah just having that time to sit down and chat can make a real difference it doesn't have to be um, that you're talking about um, mental health or a mental health illness, um, it could actually be just having that time to just sit down and talk. Yeah, and I think actually, every like you said, everyone has mental health, so everyone feels something, mm. whether it's like they are unwell or whether they're just having a bad day or they had an argument or their, I don't know, their cat is running away from them and not letting them stroke it, like... They're, everyone will feel something day to day or vary and yeah. just actually checking in and kind of thinking actually how are you and actually yeah. listening not just walking past in the street and going oh you okay yeah you yeah. fine cool great see you later yeah actually stopping giving that person the time to answer honestly mm. they might not want to talk but you know you're there if they do want to talk and I think that's kind of something we should do like you said to everyone not just people that are unwell yeah. that's kind of like I don't know it's just I guess human nicety like mm-hmm. you see someone that's broken their arm you're like okay I'll carry your shopping actually if someone looks like they're struggling without a broken arm mm. carry that shopping mm. I feel like that's a very nice way to sort of round us off <laughs> carry that shopping yeah that's a closing yeah. sentence that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or some people are assholes <laughs> 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 Oh no! You're, you're you're being like the daily um, fail or the oh, bum. Oh yeah, twisting my words. Yeah, people are shit. No, <laughs> people are awesome. Be awesome. Be good to your friends. <laughs> don't yeah. edit this out. Yeah, I don't like that bit. Cut that bit out. <laughs> Play the music oh, no. over that shit. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh um. Anything you want to plug? Anything going on? Time to talk day is going on. <laughs> Did I mention? Yeah. Thought, February what? 1st. Oh, right. Okay, cool. What day is that? 
February 1st. It's a Thursday. It's always a Thursday. Yeah. It's always a Thursday. First Thursday in February. Mm. Woo. Um, if people want to find out more about you and find out how you like really hate people and stuff. Yeah. Um, where can they go to read about you hating people? Me hating people. Um, you can go to my Twitter, so at Jodie Volunteers, where I'm constantly just moaning about people and, you know, doing some campaigning in between and talking about nice things. But, oh, cool. you know, that's where you find me. Oh, awesome stuff. I've really enjoyed having another chat. We need to keep on having our, like, um, like little drop-ins and catch-ups, yeah. and especially when there's different stuff going on as well. I think it's actually made my day. Honestly, I was having oh, such a crappy day. Yeah. So thank you to all of you guys for listening into that episode and my conversation with Jodie about Time to Talk Day. Uh, if you do want to find out a little bit more about Time to Talk Day, the website is time slash, like the middle one, um, to slash change.org.uk. Uh, and there's loads of stuff about Time to Talk Day there, resources, um, information packs, ways to get involved as champions, uh, resources that you can download as well so there's loads of stuff there that's available uh, as Jodie said you can always find out lots of stuff as we pretty much find out most of our information um, through Twitter uh, so you can find out from me at Mike underscore Douglas underscore uh, you can find out about Time to Change which is at Time to Change uh, and again there'll be lots of stuff going up on the day uh, around time to change and some of the different campaigns and activities that are happening uh, and you can follow Jodie at Jodie Volunteers as well so thank you very much for tuning in for this episode uh, the next episode so next week uh, I'm going to be talking to Rob and we're going to hear about some of his campaign and some of the different stuff that's going on around the Stop Suicide campaign that he is taking part well he's leading uh, so we're looking forward to hearing from Rob next week thank you very much for tuning in and please do remember you're not alone out there.